Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Discover. See terms and learn more. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. There's a lot of flashes over there, right? I mean, you guys see the roster, you guys see who we brought in. Trajan Jeffcoat is, is a real live dude over there. He, he's an SEC caliber guy that, that is going to give these tackles. You're not going to have to worry uh, that they're prepared to go into SEC play, going against them off the edge. And then, you know, you look over to the other side, you got the Landon Jackson in the road, you got the John Morton. You've got guys on both sides who don't let you get away with poor technique, right? They're going to exploit it. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go into attack mode because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. One hour down, two hours to go. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great estate of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from Twin Peaks here in Little Rock. Got Todd Pierce back in the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It's been a great, easy Friday show. Happy hours officially underway here at Twin Peaks. So get your weekend started as not only do they have happy hour going on and great food, but also uh, back-to-school specials that they're going to be having going on as well. Yeah, today is the last day to take advantage of those. So take advantage of the back-to-school specials for the back-to-school costume party and get the weekend started. Happy hour, 2 to 7, and then bourbon and brews is from 5 to 7. So got some crossover of a couple of specials and all the specials going on here at Twin Peaks. Yeah, it's the time to do it. It's right now coming out and see us till 4 o'clock, but they're going to keep the party rolling here at Twin Peaks all weekend long. But we know at this time of year, we've been talking a lot about fall camp for the Razorback football team and getting a chance to hear from various coaches and players. And we'll have some, again, audio from Dan Enos and some of the great things that he had to say. And Travis Williams even met with the media today. So we're just 15 days away. Razorback football starting up. So let's talk about that and a lot more as we go to the hotlines and welcome in our guy, Steve Sullivan of KATV. And Sully, as always, man, appreciate you joining us. How are you doing this afternoon? Oh, Great, but a great day in the state here and uh, closing on football season. Uh, it's getting closer. I, I get Razorback special Friday night touchdowns next Friday, so uh, it's cranking in the sports department. Yeah, it's no question about it. You got uh, we uh, two weeks from tomorrow is when uh, the first Razorback game will be, and I know Sully that. Uh, with all the coaches and players, it's been cool to hear from them. But uh, I don't know what you thought about Dan Enos yesterday, but that may have been one of the best and most informative press conferences I've heard, at least, uh, in a while from an assistant coach. Not to say that other ones haven't been, but the way that he goes into detail about the quarterback position, about the offense, about what he expects, his uh, comparison to other quarterbacks that he's coached with K.J. Jefferson, to me that was one of the most intriguing press conferences that you could have from a guy that's already been at Arkansas for a few years before and Dan Enos. I've already I've enjoyed both coordinators and uh, what great hires by Sam Pittman. You look how he's evolved as a head coach. Uh, starts out he hires Barry Odom, who you know could have been perceived as a threat if he didn't succeed at the University of Arkansas as a head coach, Sam Pittman. But you know he went and hired him and turned out to be a great hire. And then he kind of a wild card, you know, with Kendall Bryles, guy who spreads people out and maybe something that he saw as an offensive coach that's hard to defend. And then, bang, you fast forward. You know, if there was anything that bothered us defensively last year was, you know, just sitting back and getting gouged. And you get a guy like Travis Williams. I thought he was way impressive today in his press conference. And, you know, he's an attack guy, great recruiter. And then you go more pro style with your offensive coordinator, and you get a, you get a calm listening to Dan Enos because he starts listening to guys he's coached. <laughs> he's, been, he's been around some great quarterbacks. And, and Sam Pittman uh, mentioned a few things to me with um, with KJ. He said this is the first year he's actually hitting guys or delivering the ball before they they make their break. When before he was waiting till they make their break, then throwing, but he's anticipating their pattern 
and he's he's a step ahead of where he's been the last two or three years. Do you think that's uh, more of an effect of Dan Enos and coaching that up as far as some of the mechanics, or you think it's just KJ just continuing to grow as a quarterback, and this is where he is now in his journey and his process of becoming that more complete player? I think it's a combination. You know, he went out to California this summer and worked with the you know, a quarterback guru, and I imagine he got some tips there. And, you know, he wants to be an NFL quarterback. So he wants to act like an NFL quarterback and make those throws. And, you know, if there was something that they, they shied away from last year with him, was, you know, maybe shallow routes, routes over the middle and throwing over the middle. And I'll, I think you're going to see more of the field open up because he's going to want to have a resume tape that NFL coaches like. And I think that's part of his you know, goal this year is to become, you know, to win games, but also to become more attractive to NFL teams. Yeah, because I think that's what everybody wants to see from KJ, because, you know, if he gets drafted high in the NFL draft next year, that more than likely means he had a great season this season and developing on some of the things that he needed to work on. And that's kind of the deal where, you know, we talked about defense there, Sully, and we know, hey, defense had struggles last year. They were bad in the secondary. It's like, okay, that needs to improve. But it's not like the offense was abysmal last season. It's not like it was terrible. It, it still scored a, a pretty good amount of points. It, it was very balanced. I think 2,500, 2,500 on both passing and rushing. But it's like taking it to that next level, it's just like almost seems like it's just the small things, the little adjustments here and there that can make this offense. So how do you feel like it's going to look differently as far as the, the yardage and the, and the balance and everything? How much different is it going to look this year compared to what it was last year? I don't think it's going to look a whole lot different, but I think on fourth and one, we're going to put KJ under the center and just forge forward behind our center who squats 700 pounds instead of lining up in the shotgun and trying to dive over the, <laughs> the pile. I think he's going to have a different mindset. You know, they are, Ben Pittman was saying this is the first team he's had physically that looks like a high-level SEC team. And, you know, the little guy always wants to be physical, but it's usually the guys with size that impose their will. And this is the year on both sides of the line that we're going to be big enough to impose our will. And I think it's going to be more of a physical team. And, you know, what we, we haven't been a great big-down team. We haven't been great on third downs. We haven't been great on, you know, when we go on a fourth down. You know, we be, we need to be good on those downs. And, you know, you can look good in the numbers and be ranked 18th in passing or running and 25th in passing, but if you don't, you know, score enough points each week, you're not going to win, and you got to win those big plays. And they haven't done that on, on a consistent basis, at least last year they didn't do that. Defense is something we hear about every year, and uh, it is – they're, you know, speaking of being aggressive, they're going to be more aggressive on defense also. So you have that on both sides of the ball. But going into this season, uh, just what are your thoughts on the defense? Something that we continue to talk about going into each and every season. You have uh, different coaching staff, but also a lot of different players coming in through the transfer portal and just trying to bolster that defense all together. Yeah, I think it's about the Jimmys and the Joes, and they brought in some men on the defensive line and, uh, I think that's been the difference between Arkansas and the elite teams in the SEC is, you know, Baz likes to do his eye test, and usually it's the defensive linemen from Alabama and Georgia that look so much differently different than our guys. And this is the first year Coach Pittman said, you know, uh, you even go back to media days, and look who I brought to media day. And you got K.J., Rocket, and Landon Jackson. Uh, there's no three other players that looked as good as those three coming through the, the lobby. And he said, and they have three defensive linemen, all transfers, including Landon Jackson, who came last year, that are big time. Jeff Coat, um, Morgan, and Landon Jackson, who are uh, big time athletes. And, yeah, because um, so, look uh, at just yeah, so I look at all the the players that they have and the size and the strength. It's like it's one thing to say it and then to see it, but. It's about uh, doing it on the field, and I feel like with the strength and conditioning coach and knowing that the, the depth has been really bolstered, I feel like that's where a lot of the confidence can come from for fans is just knowing that, hey, it's it's a lot better than what it was a year ago. Uh, they look the part. They seem to be getting the part, and everyone's all in. And maybe those are just the small few things that changes to take this team from being a 6-win team to a 9- or 10-win team this season. Yeah, you look at we lost four games in the regular season by three points or less, went 0-4. You think you could turn half of them, you know, and, and have you ever heard a offensive coach or a head coach speak so glowingly about his backup quarterback? 
with Jacoby Criswell and the skills he has. And, you know, that shouldn't be a problem this year if um, KJ is tweaked. And uh, we were we were lost last year without KJ. And I think that's going to be, you know, quality depth at the most important positions, a quarterback, is a must. And you got to have a good, a good, good stable of running backs. And, and, and we've got that, too. And uh, it's just hard not to get excited, you know. And you can give reasons for being excited, too. But... Um, you know, it's uh, you know, Coach Pittman. He says his first three games are important because we got to win the games we're supposed to win. You know, and that, that Liberty game still bugs him from last year. What do you see the biggest improvement on this team this year? I think defensive line. You know, we've never been. We have. You know, we had we were up on sacks last year, but we've never been a team that could put pressure with just four. We've had to bring people all the time. And, and it's going to be interesting in the first passing situation, say for Western Carolina, it's third and nine. If we decide to bring pressure, we just let our four guys eat and see what they do. And I think that's going to determine, you know, because if your front line with your four can get pressure, it makes everybody better. You know, you look at a year ago, we had a high number of sacks. We were terrible defensively because we were, we were sending people from all over into the backfield. And it just leaves you more open on defense. And uh, I think that's the exciting thing this year to look at defensively. And and if you're good on the defensive line, uh, Missouri showed that when they when they flashed and did well in the West and uh, in the East and, and contended. They did it with defensive linemen. And I, I really think this is the first year you can get excited about that defensive front. So you mentioned it, and not to take everybody back to, in the history, but if you think about just about 10 years ago, that 2014 defensive front for Arkansas, and I couldn't agree with you more about the D-line, you know, that, that was a defense that was arguably the best one that Arkansas had had in 15 years total. Uh, they held teams, I think, the 10th overall in defense, but it wasn't that Rob Smith was just an incredible defensive coordinator or, you know, that their secondary was just having a bunch of lockdown corners or anything. You had a good linebacker, a really good linebacker in Marshall Spate, but you had Trey Flowers, you had Darius Bylon, you had Dietrich Wise, you, you had dudes that could get into the backfield, and that covered up so many of the uh, the problems that maybe the rest of the defense had. So if Arkansas, I'm not saying Arkansas should get to that point, but if they can just be that intimidating where no matter who they're going up against, they're going to get theirs as a defensive line, uh, yeah. that's going to cause problems for no matter who they go up against. Two, we got, you know, we got a couple of 350-pound nose guards. <laughs> and, you know, you know, they may get pushed around for two or three minutes, but you're not pushing a guy, the guys who are that big and that experienced around for so long. And uh, I just think they're set up well, and you make a great point there. But I think, you know, that's the you look at if you're good at the defensive line, you're usually good defensively. And I love the fact that we got Travis Williams, defensive coordinator, too, because he will take chances. And I think that's something we've missed with. Uh, a little with Barry Odom. He, he, you know, he, he played it safe in certain situations that where, you know, you would have loved to attack the quarterback. This guy's MO is he ain't going to sit there and get beat play after play. He's going to go after him. And uh, what a great opportunity for him. This is his first big job. I listened to him, and I, if I had skill, I'd like to play. I have no talent either. So, but I, this is a guy, kind of guy I'd want to play for is Travis Williams. And uh, I think it's just going to be fun. You know, you Sam Pittman is restored pride and hope and it's nice to have genuine hope when you're a week and a half away or two weeks away from starting the season from a defensive standpoint what has to be done to say that this is a successful season and it's a big time improvement for arkansas i just don't want to get gouged you know i i don't want someone just working us down the field one play after a play i mean i want us to 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 be the aggressor that we hit and you react and uh, I'm really, uh, you know, in, in in practice, I guess that first scrimmage, the defense dominated. But you got to think, in, too, that the offense, is, they're installing a new offense on the other side with protections and that kind of thing. So they're going to probably be about behind the defense. But it was encouraging to hear that, you know, the defensive line uh, just owned the scrimmage. And it's not just like three or four guys. they got like nine guys on that defensive line. And they've done so well in the portal addressing their needs. And uh, I, re- I really believe the portal is the big equalizer, and we've taken big advantage of it. 
speaking with Steve Sullivan of KATV here on the hotline. Is out of bounds live from Twin Peaks and Little Rock. So, Sully, going back to something else you mentioned earlier about the the backup quarterback situation with Jacoby Criswell. I think it hasn't been officially announced, but I think we can all basically say that he is going to be backing up KJ Jefferson. And I think that's something else that I really liked hearing from Danny Enos yesterday is him discussing in depth of why Criswell is that guy and how important he is to the team. Because you know, not to bring up old things too, but we know that the backup quarterback is something to where we saw, hey, when Ryan Mallett went out years ago, Tyler Wilson came in and performed well. We saw when Brandon Allen went out, Austin Allen came in and performed pretty well. We saw when Felipe Franks went out, K.J. Jefferson came in and played pretty well. So it, it's so important to have somebody there that can help out. And it seems like Criswell from Dan Enos's, uh, at least his predictions and also his coaching, is he's the guy. He's the guy that can step up and win a game for him. Yeah, and he's a guy that, you know, probably, you know, for – just raw talent what the NFL is looking at, he's the type of guy you look at, the guy with the arm that can put it anywhere, and the guy that can run, what, 21-something miles per hour. So, I mean, I'm excited to see him when he gets – we'll be so excited to see the backup quarterback. Hopefully against Western Carolina we'll get to do that. How often have we gone into these opening games and figure we're just going to annihilate the opponent and we're muddling along in the third quarter with like a 12-point lead or something um, I just hope they make a statement against Western Carolina and we see everyone and they just obliterate them. It, it does fit the, the mold of uh, certain games that we go into every season, especially that first game of the season. And we are talking about getting some players in that we may not see for extended time throughout the season. And so that, that kind of gets everybody off to a good start if you are able to go with that first game, have it under control, and then get the backups in. So it is fitting that we talk about that, it seems like, each and every season going into that first game. Yeah, and we need to play well at Memorial Stadium, too. You know, and uh, I hope it's a great environment. And I think they need to do something different this year. I think they need to, for the walkthrough, they need to parade the team through the golf course and give them the full Memorial experience. And um, I just hope they play well and it's a good crowd. And it's uh, just all good coming out of that opener. Do you think uh, because of the fact that it is at War Memorial Stadium, that'll lead to a bigger crowd because it's the first game of the season? And, uh, you know, everybody's going to be excited about seeing that first game. Yeah, I think so. I mean, you just never know. You know, it's, a, it's, it's kind of a sad development that, you know, basketball or baseball it doesn't matter what time they play or who they're playing it's become an event and that's what football games used to be an event but there's been so much angst and uh i don't know what's gone on but you know Pittman has done a good job of uh creating excitement for the program and you gotta believe it's going to be a good crowd for that game well, so I know we just got a few minutes left with you, and I even, you know, it's it's, it's unfortunate that we have to talk about this once again of uh, another former Razorback great, and this time it's Alex Collins passing away way too soon at the age of 28 earlier this week. Just uh, once, sad news all around, and I know that everything is, uh, you know, separate as far as these these tragedies, but. Uh, Razorback fans and just Razorback Nation, it, they just can't catch a break. When it was Chris Smith, you think about Deion Stutz, the, the recruit, the commitment, and then you think about the scary moment with Peyton Hillis, and then Ryan Mountain, and Alex Collins. It's just it's unbelievable that this just keeps happening, but especially like Alex Collins at 28, still trying to find his way in the football land and knowing how iconic he was during the time that he played here at Arkansas. Yeah, you, you know, you have your great memories. I remember Baz and I were doing a live shot at the Bass pro shop and the rule is that those live shots they wouldn't allow you to get Razorbacks live but we talked we told Eric Collins he said there's no rule against you joining our live shot <laughs> and, and usually you can't talk a player into doing that but he was all for it and uh, that kind of spoke to the person he was and you know the, the thing about it and the sad thing in a way is you you kind of appreciate and it happened with Mallet the greatness more when you're looking back after he died. You know how good he was, and really when you talk about records, only McFadden is uh, a step a, a, ahead of him, and that's saying something at the University of Arkansas. And, uh, uh, and just a great Razorback, and uh, so sad. A reminder of uh, how precious life is. 
and it can be taken from you at any time. And uh, we've had we've had multiple examples, as you said, this past year. Yeah, and with Alex Collins too. So I'm just curious. You mentioned the that memory that you had, which was a great one. But on the field, what what was some of the thing? Maybe the the play or the game or whatever it may be that every time you think of Alex Collins, you think of this one particular play. That Liberty Bowl, he was just a he just abused them, you know. And he was a great great combination of um of of speed and strength, and kind of kind of had that reckless running style, and um. Uh, I mean, it's the kind of back, uh, you know, Sam Pittman would love to have on this. You know, you got Rocket Sanders, but that kind of style of back, just a reckless physical guy who, you know, threw arms and elbows at you and was fast. And, uh, I mean, he had all the tools and just a great personality, too, the whole package. Uh, I remember that Liberty Bowl and um, how we pounded Kansas State. Well, Sully, as always, man, we really appreciate you joining us. I know it's exciting to think that next week when we talk with you, we'll be just a week away from football getting started for the Razorbacks. But it's a lot of fun to discuss and a lot of fun to be had. But we appreciate you hopping on. Have a great weekend, man, and we look forward to catching up with you next Friday. All right. Enjoy it, gentlemen. We'll talk next week. All right. As always, Steve Sullivan of KATV joining us. Always great to hear from Sully talking some Razorback football. And everything going on with that. Which, hey, we're continuing on live from Twin Peaks here in Little Rock on an easy Friday show. If you want in on the conversation, 501-661-1037 is that number to call or to text in. We'll tell you more about some things going on in the sports world. We'll also get to hear from Dan Enos and some of the things he had to say in the press conference yesterday. And keep it moving here on Out of Bounds live from Twin Peaks in Little Rock on an easy Friday show. So stay with us. Want to know about bass tournaments and some of the best fishing spots in the state? Well, listen to Fishing Arkansas Sunday mornings with Big Sarge and his crew. Fishing Arkansas is presented by Axles Plus, Arkansas River Valley Roofing and Restoration, Globe Life Everett and Associates, and Dr. Brad White at Searcy Dermatology. It's Fishing Arkansas Sunday mornings on 103.7 The Buzz. This is Sports Center. Arkansas offensive coordinator Dan Eno spoke to the media yesterday after practice. He had high praise for quarterback K.J. Jefferson. Really, really smart player. I mean, he's obviously talented, as you, as everybody in here knows, but he's off the charts as far as an intellectual standpoint, as far as understanding football. Every day I think he's growing, and I, and I, I think he's got a ceiling. I don't think he's even come close to reaching it yet either, so I'm very excited for him this year and then in the, into the future. Arkansas practices again today and will hold their second scrimmage tomorrow. And the Arkansas Travelers broke their six-game losing streak, beating the Amarillo Sod Poodles 8-6 to last night. They'll play again tonight with first pitch set for 7.05. Coverage will be on 106 Seven Buzz 2. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Tired of all that laboring? Get ready to take a break from hard work with Lazy Boy's Labor Day Sale. Save up to 50% off store-wide. From cozy couches to stylish sectionals, Lazy Boy has everything you need to create the perfect living space and a chair that's all yours. A wide selection of furniture for every room. With unbeatable prices, upgrade your home decor without breaking the bank. Don't miss out on your chance to save big. Visit Lazy Boy Home Furnishings and Decor. Shackle for galleries of Little Rock today. Today is the day. After countless hours of research, cutting back expenses, and nine months of anxiously waiting for her, today is the day you finally bring home your new car. It's also the day to protect her with an auto policy from Shelter Insurance. Our policies are competitively priced and include new car replacement coverage if anything were to happen to your new baby. See Shelter Agent Kyle Stone in Pine Bluff, Grant Westmoreland in Sheridan, or Sam Eklund in Star City. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. Sometimes you just gotta have some wings. And with buffalo, barbecue, teriyaki, Cajun buffalo, lemon honey, garlic parmesan, mango habanero, lemon pepper, pineapple habanero, honey hot, and Brewskies Reaper, you know where to find them. Brewskies, you're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night.
Pub Pool Trivia just added to Fridays at 7 p.m. with karaoke and J.J. Wilson, the DJ, from 9 p.m. till close tonight at Brewski's, your home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. Big O Tires knows it's frustrating to jump through hoops. We hate them as much as you do. So we're bringing back our buy three, get one free sale. At Big O, we legitimately give you a free tire. We don't mark it up. We don't make you mail in a rebate. You honestly get a free tire. No hoops. Buy three, get one free at the Big O Tire Stores in Conway and Cabot. We have something for every vehicle, so save money today and get tight, service, straight talk at the Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot. Jackalope Cycling is passionate about the Arkansas outdoors. To help you enjoy this beautiful state, Jackalope offers an array of bike rentals to get you on the trails. What about fly fishing from a bicycle? You can't do that, but Jackalope also offers fly rods, reels, waders, fly fishing accessories, outdoor and camping gear. Yeah, it'll be tough riding a bicycle and waders. But you can still enjoy the Arkansas outdoors with Jackalope Cycling in Russellville or JackalopeCycling.com. Here's NASCAR Hall of Famer Mark Martin. As a race car driver for 40 years, I survived a lot of crashes. Not everyone can run into a wall at 200 miles an hour and walk away. Without a seatbelt, I wouldn't be alive today. Now I'm retired, back home in Arkansas driving my pickup. I'm shocked how many people aren't wearing seatbelts. Why risk your life when it only takes two seconds to buckle up? Take it from number six. Buckle up, Arkansas. A message from the Arkansas State Police Highway Safety Office. Make it the event that everyone wants to attend by getting your meat for tailgates, parties, or just family get-togethers at Hogs Meat Market. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. How does Sam Pittman celebrate being bull eligible? Well, I believe I'm going to have me old cold beer. <laughs> That's kind of what I like to do, you know. Do so. you need any company? Anybody want to come, but bring some, you know what I mean? <laughs> Thank Be you, baby. Go on 103.7 The Buzz. easy Friday show, but as easy as it is here on the show, it's not near as easy as betting with Bet Saracen and the Bet Saracen app. Folks, we talk sports all day long. We talk about Razorback sports a lot. We talk about the NFL. We talk about basketball, baseball, all of the things above because we know you watch it. We know you enjoy it, and we know that when you come out here to Twin Peaks, you want to check it out there as well. So make some money on these games, folks. I don't know what you're doing. Like, even if it's a game that you're not too sure about, get on there, and you can see all the different customization and flexibility when it comes to making these bets, whether it's parlays, whether it's money lines, whether it's spreads, over-unders. They got them all, and they got them for all different types of sports. And you think about the specials that are always so cool. Like They still have preseason specials going on right now for the NFL. For instance, with the Bengals and the Falcons, you can do the first quarter over-under of total points of 7.5. thing is that nobody's going to score because it's a preseason game and no one cares. All right, then bet the under. Or if you think it's going to be a high-scoring game, then you can bet the over. That's just one of many. they got UFC specials. they got still the double-R prop plays dealing with Razorback football this upcoming season for some of the individual players. Uh, and they got it for different players, too, like Eric Gregory. Uh, we had a chance to catch up with him at the count, uh, countdown to kickoff event. But, hey, you think he's going to have over 29.5 total tackles and over 4.5 sacks? You can bet on that at plus 600. So no matter what it is, it's all about Bet Saracen. Go make some money. Get on the app right now by downloading it on your iPhone or on your Android. You can also go online at BetSaracen.com and get to betting that way, too. No matter what it is, it's easy, it's convenient, the payouts are instant. So check them out today, download today, and make some money today with Bet Saracen and BetSaracen.com. Again, it is an easy Friday show here on Out of Bounds. We're live from Twin Peaks till 4 o'clock this afternoon. Appreciate Steve Sullivan joining us there in the previous segment and talking about all things 
Razorbacks with the with fall camp and, and everything that's been going on with that. Almost hard to keep up with at times due to the fact that you have so many uh, different uh, coaches and players, and you don't get to see a practice. You just almost got to take their word for it. It's like, yeah, that's all we can do. Yeah, it's like, oh, oh okay, so you think that's great, great, yeah. Because I mean, yeah, it's, you think that that's bad? Well, we'll see, we'll see. But I mean, that's. That comes with the territory, and uh, I, I do envy the NFL compared to college football because well, just knowing how much access they have. It's interesting you bring that up uh, at this point because most teams are breaking training camp, which means now they're going to go to their facility, and now things are starting to be closed off from the media. They had all the access, and all the fans were able to see what was happening during training camp, but once teams break training camp, now some of that access goes away. And then something else the NFL is doing differently this year is uh, the cuts. Mm-hmm. They only have one cut. So in the past, they would go from 90 to 70, and then the final roster would be 53. This year, it's going from 90 to 53. So wow. there's no in-between cut. So you're talking about 37 <laughs> players that are going to get cut at some point, you know, right before they need the final roster set. But then they're going to get the practice squads together, and then uh, some of those teams, some of those players that are out there, even though players have made their final uh, uh, roster at 53, some of those players will get replaced by players that are out there that got cut from other teams. So it's a longer process where players aren't going to feel safe, even though they made the 53-man roster, because there are going to be other players from teams that got cut that organizations are going to look at. So these players aren't going to feel safe until they get into that first week of the season. So, but what, why did they change that? Like, again, I always think it's interesting. If it's a problem or if it's an issue, it's usually when you change something, like, it's significant. So why did the NFL decide to go that route? It, it wasn't a problem or anything. It's just a new CBA, and, and they decided that they only need one cut as opposed to uh, trying to have more than one along the way. They just want to give teams extra time to evaluate the talent that's there and if it is a situation where they're coming down to some of these tough decisions, they don't have to make that until the very end. Well, I'm not saying that any team would do that, but it'd be quite the thing if they just wait till the last minute. I'd be like, all right, half the team, go, go. It's like it's not going to cut to like that point. But I guess it does make sense of giving them the more flexibility to look at all these different players and to really be selective on who you're going to have on your squad in the final 53. Yeah, so that part makes sense. And then about 20 of those players are not going to be back with that organization just assuming that they they fill their entire practice squad with players that were already in camp, that's not going to be the case because they're going to get players from other right. teams. But uh, so you're talking about if you cut 37 players, about 17 of those are going to be back on the practice squad. Well, I, I was thinking then just from the college landscape too. You know, people talk about how certain. Well, because let's be honest, it's there are like Arkansas is not. With Sam Pittman, it's not as bad as some other places where it's like zero percent nothing. Like you, you at least get the twenty minutes of practice I think per day, and you get to hear from some players and coaches. Because I remember when uh, I guess it was Bob Stoops was at Oklahoma, you heard no from no coaches and no players except for one on occasion, and you got to see no practice. So it's always been different. But the thing I always point to when it comes to college football is like, hey, I get it. If, if it's the way you want a program, the way you run a program, that's fine. Do whatever you want to do. But Pete Carroll when he was at USC and they were so good. He had open practices all the time. Like, invited everybody out. I mean, he didn't invite every celebrity that was in town, which I saw Lincoln Riley had Will Ferrell out there because he's an alum of USC. But I was like, man, okay, if that guy at USC, with what the success he had, if whatever he was doing was working fine and nobody had any, like, oh, indication of what they're going to do, they were still just better than everybody and still won, then, you know, maybe it can work instead of having to hide and, and, and prevent any. I think there's just a lot of conspiracies like, oh, it was Bill Belichick with his video camera out there, spy gate <laughs> on people. I, I just think that's a little bit of an overblown thing to where, okay, do you want full access? You don't have to do that, but, you know, give it at least a little bit of fans to come see it or the, the media to come see it, just a little bit more than what you're doing now. You know what they're trying to protect more against, though, are um, people putting reports out when there are injuries. Yeah. So that's something that they will always want to protect. When it comes to college football and uh, college sports in general, you don't want somebody to have that access to see an injury happen, and then they go on social media and, and they're mm-hmm. putting it out there. Yeah, because I see uh, every time if you go on iCogSports.com, for instance, uh, they say in their practice reports that they do each and every day, like the thing in top and bold, it says, the media have been asked not to report on injuries. So it's like they basically said, even the 20 minutes you get to see, if you see anything, do not report it. 
which I get it. It's like you have a job to do, but man, with the way social media and how fast it travels, before the parents know, before family members, like that, that doesn't need to be the case. Should it be reported? Of course. I mean, it's part of sports, part of what it is. But I think that you can kind of at least wait until uh, the people that need to know the most knows first before they find out, oh, via social media, not knowing what's going on. Well, and, and that's the difference also between college football and NFL. You have to have injury reports mm-hmm. for NFL. But, yeah, college, you want to p- try to play coy, especially, let's say it's the quarterback position, and there's some question as to whether the starting quarterback is going to play or not. Sometimes you don't want to put that info out, and you want a team that you're playing against to have to prepare for more than one quarterback. That's what if I was a coach, I would just go out there and I'm like, put my third stringers as on my starters every week. Like, what does it matter? You know, like, who cares? Who cares if it's wrong? Just, just mess around with it. And but of course, by that point, they probably try to fix it. But I'm telling you, there's going to be a time though with the way college football's been growing, with NIO and with sports gambling becoming a huge thing. Like we just talked with Beth Saracen, there's going to be a point to where they're going to have to start putting out stuff like that and information like that, uh, injury reports and whatnot. I don't know if it's going to happen you know, this year, but I think it's going to be coming where you're going to see that element start happening in college football similar to what it is in the NFL because of those reasons. Uh, all right, we just got a few minutes here. We're live from Twin Peaks in Little Rock. Let's go ahead and uh, squeeze in Navy Mike. What's up, Navy? Hey, what's up, John? What's up, Joe? Um, you know, John, I'm, I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to address the elephant in the room. Uh, and, and, and that being, you know, obviously the offense, you've got one of the most talented backfields in, in the nation. Uh, you know, one of, if not the best quarterback, one of, if not the best running back, and a stable behind him. But something people don't want to bring up or they just don't want to pretend is happening is the fact that just like last year, this same time last year, there are no proven SEC caliber wide receivers on this team. And not only that, that includes tight ends too. But you know, people say, "Well, we we brought in these these talented this this crop of ta- this this class of tight ends are highly talented, and we brought in these guys from lower from a lower level that are going to one of those guys is going to be the guy." Well, we we said that last year too about Jaden Hazelwood, that and and that guy underperformed so badly he didn't even get drafted. You know, so I mean, it, look, you can't waste KJ's last year with unproven guys and nobody ends up being that guy. You know, because then what, guess what you have once if that happens? You've got a Houston out offense. <laughs> and that's fact. So so it's unproven, but you have no idea whether they're going to be good or not. Like, they could be. They could be great. They could be bad. Well, they we could don't be. know. But they you're could, making it sound like be. you already know. They they could be. But Jason Hazelwood could. We, we Like I said, we said the same thing the same time last year. The well, Jason Hazelwood could be that guy. He wasn't that guy. Yeah, and instead hey, it was Matt our, Landers, our, our, a guy who came our, from Toledo. Our best, our best pass catcher, Matt Landers, he didn't, he went undrafted too. I mean, we don't know. So I mean, I, I, okay. how do we? So, hope so I don't understand what you're arguing then. Now, like, what are you? What, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, the, the offense is going to revolve around the running backs, and hopefully, the offensive line is going to be even adequate because you lost your best offensive lineman, Ricky Stromberg. So I don't know how it's going to be better than it was last year. It's not. Let's put, let's just let's just you know that that's that's fact right there, but there are no pass catchers. He has no idea. We have no idea if these guys are gonna one some one of these guys gonna be that guy. You know, just like we did last year. But anyway, that's all I got, guys. And y'all take care. Okay, Navy. Uh, yeah, just like last year, we didn't know who uh, any of these wide receivers were uh, going to be or were going to be caliber up. But, hey, again, Matt Landers came from Toledo, and he was a uh, pretty good wide receiver last season. Jaden Hazelwood, man, it wasn't even like he was a bad wide receiver. Uh, he, ha- he had numbers. He was the second-leading receiver on the, on the team, but you know, sometimes there's no convincing people. But that's why we just need football to get here so we don't have to worry about what if or what could or what anything like that. We just need to see it. But either way, we're live from Twin Peaks. We're having to go out of fun here. going to be out here until 4 o'clock this afternoon. Call or text in if you want to get in on the convo, 501-661-1037. More Out of Bounds live from Twin Peaks on an easy Friday. Coming up next. From 
67, it's Billy and Bubba, the Freeway Boys. Hey, Bubba, what is that thing? That's one of them new traffic cameras that the Freeway Patrol just installed. Why, Bubba? Was we working too fast? I'm pretty sure that wasn't it. New Chevys are flying out of Guatney Chevrolet so fast, they had to install traffic cameras. And with 2023 Equinox with rates as low as 1.9%, it's easy to see why. 2023 Silverado High Country, over 6000 off. 2023 Silverado RST, over 9000 off. Billy, what are you doing? Taking a traffic cam selfie. I want Guatney in the background. Coming from Little Rock? Avoid the construction by taking the Main Street exit in Jacksonville. Right on Main, then left on Bailey to our front door. 1301 TP Wide Drive. Call 501-982-2102. WatneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet. Find new roads. All offers with approved credit. Stock number 24502-24664. From the same ownership that brought you Whitehall Fresh Market, now comes Prime Fresh Market in Sheridan. Still that same authentic meat market with the best selection of quality meats as well as one-on-one personal service. Prime Fresh Market, located on the Sheridan Bypass, is Grant County's newest home for a huge variety of seafood. Fresh cooked-to-go dishes, salad bar options, deli sandwiches, seafood boils, and the best quality meat selections around. All this along, of course, with a legendary lunch buffet. It can be found in Sheridan at Prime Fresh Market. Look them up on Facebook today. Greenway is your local source for John Deere equipment and implements. Now we've made finding the perfect piece of equipment even easier. Shop our tractor packages online at gogreenway.com. Till deeper with our down-to-earth package. Or save big with our green saver package. Need something with a little more muscle? Kick it up a notch with Greenway's Get In Gear package. We're here to support the DIYer in you. No matter what project comes your way, Greenway has you covered. Do you find yourself asking, what's up with the economy? Well, to address the state of the markets, answer your questions, and help you feel more secure about the future of your economy, Genwell Financial Advisors is bringing LPL Financial's Chief Economist, Jeffrey Roach, live and in person, Tuesday, August 22nd at 6.30 at the Chennault Event Venue. The event's free, but seating is limited. Call 866-653-PLAN. That's 866-653-7526 to reserve your seats. The new lotto game from the Arkansas Scholarship Lottery is creating new traditions for our players, like Margaret from Conway. I always play 2004, 20, and 4. That's Mr. Biscuit's adoption year. When we win, I'm going to give him the life he always dreamed of. Isn't that right, Mr. Biscuit? Your numbers, your game. Play lotto every Wednesday and Saturday for your chance to match six and get rich. Only two bucks per play. Call or text 1-800-522-4700 for Problem Gambling Helpline. Every day, we do one thing, and we do it at the highest level. We formed Arkansas Urology more than 25 years ago, and ever since, our world-class team has gained experience and expertise in every aspect of urology. Today, you'll find our state-of-the-art facilities across Arkansas, where the latest technologies are used in innovative ways by skilled specialists who are dedicated to one thing, improving lives every day. Schedule your appointment at ArkansasUrology.com. Tune in to 103.7 The Buds. It's Justin Acre and Wes Moore broadcast live from each meeting of the Little Rock Touchdown Club. Brought to you by Arkansas Urology. Justin West will broadcast live from the Doubletree downtown, bringing you interviews with each speaker and their comments to the club live. Tuesday, the Little Rock Touchdown Club welcomes head coach Sam Pittman. That's The Zone live at the Little Rock Touchdown Club. Brought to you by Arkansas Urology. Get only the best customer service and the best selection of meats at Hogs Meat Market, where they have sliced boar's head deli meats and cheeses. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Mr. Dorfman. Hello. 0.2. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, son. On 1037 The Buzz.
Friday show live from Twin Peaks. Appreciate everybody listening in this afternoon as happy hour is underway. And we already got uh, some people piling in here, getting the weekend started a little early at Twin Peaks here in Little Rock. And even got uh, our wonderful sales rep, Sabrina, and her, her boyfriend. And even uh, had an appearance for Josh Neighbors. Josh. How about made that? his way to Twin Peaks. His first time ever at a Twin Peaks. Not just the Twin Peaks here. Twin Peaks in general. So he's in for a treat being here, too. And he's doing something that Bash usually does. He's in here. He's enjoying Twin Peaks for what it is. You mm-hmm. know, he's going to get something good to eat, something good to drink. But also, he's working. Yeah. And that's what Baz usually does. Baz will go somewhere, and uh, he's always working. No yeah. matter where he goes, he's working. That yeah. laptop is always with him. It, it, I mean, you see <laughs> Baz, you see that laptop with him, guaranteed. <laughs> I'll say, and that's the great, well, one of the many great things about Twin Peaks is it's uh, set up to where you can't work, but uh, I know this sounds great crazy. Great Wi-Fi. But yeah, I would say, the Wi-Fi is incredible. Uh, we have, uh, sometimes when uh, we have the old air card that we use on all of our locations, and it works really well for the most part, but sometimes it may have some connection issues or whatever, and we've had to jump on to uh, just the, the Wi-Fi that's here at Twin Peaks, and man, it's about as good as anything. And so it's it makes it easy to where not only you can enjoy yourself and watch all the games, but if you need to go over there and work, like, uh, like Josh is doing or at least what he appears to be doing. I'm still suspect about him. Uh, but you can help you out, though. He's, he's looking really intense at that laptop. So he, mm. I think he's working on something. He has to be. Yeah, well, I certainly hope so for him coming out here and uh, enjoying the time. So you can be one of those people, too, folks, and enjoy your time out here at Twin Peaks. Come say hello, too, and we'll we'll get you hooked up with uh, either a free uh, chips and queso, uh, free mozzarella sticks, or even uh, a free fried, fried pickles. pickles. Yeah. Which, again, I've said the, the, the mozzarella sticks are the best, they're the best mozzarella sticks that you'll ever get. Like, there's no place that gives you better mozzarella sticks uh, than what Twin Peaks gives you. So. Today is the last day for the back-to-school costume party, so come enjoy the specials that are with that back-to-school costume party. There are drafts for $3.99 and cheap shots also $3.99. With the drafts, it's Peak Signature Taps, and that's 22-ounce. And then there are Naughty Shots. So make sure you check out the Naughty Shots. Naughty Shots. shots. Yeah. See, we can't even say a lot of the names on air. We can't do that. Yeah. But uh, (laughs) you know what you think, though. That's what you get. You you just think about it, and that's probably what you're going to get. But you definitely want to check those out because they are five and six dollars for the Naughty Shots. Yeah. And then uh, yeah, see, that's that's a really uh, great deal. But they always have great specials. But yeah, the back to school. I saw some. uh, gentleman over there when I was using the restroom coming back in that uh, they had a few shots lined up already. I was like, all right, starting it early. Let's get it going. Let's see what happens. Uh, but yeah, it's it's fun to be out here at Twin Peaks. and appreciate everybody listening and stopping by. So we'll be out here until 4 o'clock this afternoon. Preseason football. Um, mm-hmm. And then 5 to 7 is going to be bourbon and brews. So another special going on. And according to Beth Saracen, UFC 292 coming up this weekend. Twin Peaks will be the place to watch it. Aljamain Sterling is minus 240. And Sean O'Malley is plus 210. So you get plus money by betting on Sean O'Malley. And then the over-under is three and a half rounds. Okay. So, yeah, it's it's going to be a great weekend here at Twin Peaks. A great day here at Twin Peaks. So, yeah, kind of be sure to stop by and see us and say hello and say what's up. Uh, let's go back to the phone lines. Uh, i got Tommy who's on the line. What's up? Hey, guys. Hey, uh, I just thought, you know, I had to call in to address uh, maybe Mike's never-endingly negative take on the world. So I'm going to go. My name now is totally Tommy. And uh, this whole elephant in the room thing, you know, the guy, I mean, again, never-endingly negative. K.J. Jefferson basically put up the same numbers last year without Traylon Burke that he did with Traylon Burks, and he did it in 10 games. There is no elephant in the room when it comes to our passing game coming up this year. I mean, I don't know where he's coming from or really where anybody else is coming from. All I've heard is positive things about the tight ends and the wide receivers. We know what we have in the running backs. You know, I think the the key to what's going to get us you know, to eight and four regular season instead of something like six and six like we had last year is is the defensive line and the you know, the upgrade and talent in the defensive backfield. I mean our our offense is gonna be fine. And what's gonna happen is that with our defense, because it, it can't be any worse than it was last year and I, I think it's gonna be probably dramatically better. The offense doesn't have to be perfect this year. 
Last year, there was we just had a razor-thin margin for error for the offense. I mean, we had to do everything right because we couldn't stop anybody. And I just don't, I don't think that's going to be what it is this year at all. I mean, I, I think that we're going to have a, a far better record. Well, not far. You can't get that much better. But I think, you know, eight, maybe nine regular season wins. You know, you can say that with a straight face. And for, you know, for somebody like him to come on and talk about this, quote, elephant in the room, there's, there are always going to be unproven position groups at some level on every single team. And, you know, yes, our wide receivers and tight ends are unproven, but that doesn't mean that they're not going to be good uh, or even better than good. So, I, you know... I don't know if y'all have a rule that you have to take his phone calls, but I wish you'd stop. Well, uh, we appreciate it uh, totally, Tommy. Uh, yeah, we appreciate you calling in and, and letting us know because I think that uh, when it comes to you know what what the unproven te- uh, commodities of any football team, you're right. Like, there's a lot of unproven uh, players, whether it's even on championship teams and whatnot. But you know, sometimes you just gotta. Uh, you know, look at it to where some players will pan out and some players won't as far as the expectation that comes in. Like, Arkansas, I think, brought in like, three, you know, wide receivers with Isaac Seslaw, Andrew Armstrong, and Tyrone Broden out of the transfer portal. Odds are that all three of those guys are going to be awesome. It's probably pretty slim. Now, could one of them be? Sure. Can two of them be? Probably. But, you know, sometimes it just it happens that way where you just really never know until you get them on the field and you start playing it. But, uh, I, I mean, there's no reason to be... Uh, thinking that it's just like, oh, it's not good, it's unproven, therefore, you know, the offense is going to suffer and struggle because of it. I just don't think there's reasons to believe that right now. And if those guys get drafted, that's uh, the result of maybe their career as a whole and not necessarily this season. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't mean that that's ultimate success because they got drafted. It just means they had a good season. Now, if uh, they can have a good season and not get drafted, yeah, that could happen. Yeah, and we see it happen pretty often in college football in general but you know there's if there's anything to believe especially with kj jefferson and since he's the qb and he's gonna be thrown to these guys it's like he proved as was brought up by the caller you know everyone thought well, how was kj gonna work with Traylon burt without Traylon burts well he did just fine last year in fact if you look at his numbers even though he played in two less games his numbers were even better than what they were with Traylon burts just about getting better getting progressive and finding ways to, to to be a better football team and a better player but yeah, there's no evidence of anything as far as reasons to believe, oh, this is why it's going to be bad or worse or awful. Hey, everybody's unproven at some point in time, but luckily they have the opportunity to prove themselves. We have another hour of Out of Bounds coming up. We are live from Twin Peaks here in Little Rock. 501-661-1037 is that number to call or text in. So stay with us on an Easy Friday show here on the Buzz Radio Network. Attention seafood lovers, Eat My Catfish is back open in Little Rock. The new Eat My Catfish in Riverdale is located in the Riverdale Shopping Center beside the movie theater and Ace Hardware. Eat local, eat fresh, eat my catfish. Take your yard up to the next level with a Caddy's Touch landscaping. Josh Dickinson is a former PGA Tour caddy, and his landscape designs are inspired by some of the most beautiful golf courses around the world. Call Josh at 